on the seventh day, God created the right man and said, go forth with your full head of hair, my son. So church on a Sunday, as Righty will be preaching the good word of football any given Monday. So before Righty got here um, on this episode, me and Dano had teed up to see how many times Dano could slip in um, the crucifixion of Jesus in the episode, just in random spots, and see if uh, Righty will pick up on it, just because we thought it'd be funny, as he liked the photo of him as our Lord and Saviour during the week on Instagram, and um, he got a big kick out of that, so we'll see if we can kind of fuck with his head. So um, we're not even, we won't even tell Righty until he probably listens to this Tomorrow, because I'd say he listens to his own podcast, it's about 30 times. Okay, boys, how are you? Right, man, just got in, eh? Yes, just made it. How are we, boys? How's everybody in isolation? Yeah, good, good. Not going too bad. Yeah, good. Same, yeah. same. My dick hasn't been too isolated from my hand, I tell you that much. That's the spirit, and I <laughs> imagined it wouldn't have been, my friend. Yeah. Congratulations, Preeti. You're up there with George Tafua. Like, Georgie, for that massive shot he put on, on Cam Munster, you are very well liked for doing the cross-field um, flick pass into the into the hoop. Yeah, not the flick, though, just the normal pass. Oh, just the normal pass, yeah. Because I was looking at those flick passes, I was like, oh, yeah, sweet, they're passing it to a running person that can catch a ball <laughs> i was like i'll just do it to an object that but i can't flick like that i've tried you're trying heat. to say your heat's better than quade cooper at everything not better than his rig bro no, jesus christ you'd be better defensively <laughs> <laughs> definitely better defensively but what's he doing now uh, he was playing in japan oh, okay. he'd be a great mover there was talk he said he wouldn't mind exploring op- options maybe the wolf pack well, but i don't know He'd be he'd be handy. He'd be better than some of the blokes I've got. He did play league as a junior too, Quade Cooper. Yeah, I'm sure he'd be handy if he did join a league side. Maybe not probably, the NRL, but, but anywhere lower than the else, NRL, I reckon. He could, go right, I could play him at fullback even. He he's could brilliant be, on his feet. He'd be that like draw card a little bit as well. To kind go of, see him and Sonny play together. Yeah, kind of like when um with uh, Israel in the AFL, that kind of thing. Mm. Use him as that. And, that's what, and yeah. that was the ultimate marketing tool. You wouldn't be well, able to have him in the NRL, I reckon. He'd just get... He'd, you'd try and pin... They'd try and um, poster him up to be this great star and then once he got there, he'd just... I reckon he'd just get shown up. Showing up a bit, you know, by the NRL talent and being from Union. Because he hasn't played league since yeah, he was a kid. exactly. Garrick Morgan, when he signed with the Crushers, they signed a whole bunch of rugby union blokes at the time. One was Anthony Herbert, who was a wallaby. Garrick Morgan was one of, one of the best forwards in Australia and was regularly playing international rugby. Had good skills, as a lot of big rugby union blokes do. He probably had all right pace over about 10 metres, like off the line type thing, but he was too big, too big, too cumbersome. And he, yeah. and they paid him good money. You know how many first grade games he played? No. Two. I was going to guess three. <laughs> Two. Then by the end of it, he was coming off the bench in reserve grade. Oh, yeah. So, But that was a thing because I don't know if he'd had any sort of history in league. I'd spoke to a mate once who was a conditioner there at the Crushers. And he said that first couple of sessions, I thought he just was a bit underdone. I said, we'll give him a bit. I said, as it went on, he was struggling too much. 
the difference between league and union running then before they were full-time professionals, and it wasn't super, around that Super League era that union decided to buy in, they were more like, until you were playing uh, Super 12 back then, I think it was, and international, you were just basically doing club training twice a week. Mm. So just to jump up to being a professional sportsman was way too big. Yeah. And he's just... He didn't have the agility around the middle. You get targeted up. You know, look at big blokes now. At park footy level, we have unlimited interchange. You've got to re- drag these blokes off quick too, especially if you're getting tired because mm. they just work you over in the guts. Yeah. But going back to that pass through the hoop, um, the did you see Voorhees straight away? Oi, let's see it off the ground. And then so straight away, that's in my head. I'm like, I'm going to do it, you little fucker. Yeah. <laughs> it's good the challenge is out there. Yeah. Oh, well. I'd like to see Voy Vo- could fucking get that distance off the ground for sure. Oh, easily. Yeah. He's probably the longest pass with a footy I've seen. Yeah. Beside, out of the hands, Miles can throw a ball. Like Dave Miles, he can really throw a ball. Voy would be pretty good because rugby, they teach you to, that suits their game. Passing off the ball when you fly half. Was Molsey's, was it left to right he's stronger than his right to left? Yeah. Ah, okay. Because he was on that, in that game, he was on that right side, yeah, wasn't yeah. he? Mm. And, and he was handy too. Fuck, he could break some tackles. Well, me and Dana were thinking, can you give him a call and we'll just put on loudspeaker? I was going to, didn't you see, he, didn't you see, commented on my Insta this morning? No, on your Insta? Yeah. No, nah, I didn't. No, he just said, when I had a photo of me and Zara, yeah. when I was training and she sat in my back while I was doing, doing yeah. planks, he said, um, Said good work, mate. Keep it, keep it up. Yeah. Hope you, happy Easter. Hope you and the family are well. Yeah. But we could get him on the blower at some stage. Well, no, like tonight. I don't know if we could get him on tonight. You just got to call him though. See if he picks up. <laughs> might not swap. now. Might not now. <laughs> like. Why do you reckon it's too late? I don't know. I don't know what he's doing. I don't know if he's in Brizzy. Oh, he'd have to be. I don't know if he, how far out of Brizzy he could get. But I don't know. I could try calling him. Yeah, I reckon we give it a go. Right. When we start he, breaking that game down. Yeah, he had a sweet game too. And that yeah. Game was fucking, he was fucking. And you could see how they were on the verge of when they made the finals, like three out of the next four years, you could just see it all coming together. Yeah. Like Oi, to, but before you get into footy, it, like your week, how's your week going, Roddy? No, I just go to work, come home. Yeah. Do a bit of training here and there, watch replays of games, or I watch shows like on Fox. Oh, I've got. Well, my missus has got Fox, so we just added that app. I yeah. watch Netflix, Fox. I watch KO a lot. Mm. Watch a lot of docos. Um, OJ Simpson, Made in America, if you're really into your deep sort of stuff. It was all about a lot of cultural stuff too, not just OJ, yeah. but watching his journey of superstar celebrity, how he kind of, some would call it Uncle Tom, sold out. He was like, He was like a white black man. You know what I mean? He didn't really do a lot for his culture or his people. He was just without really promoting his brand. Like when all that shit was going down over the years in the US, like Rodney King, um, things like that, he was, OJ was not making any comments whatsoever. And he was in LA in the riots. Yeah. And, and, he, and he killed people and got away with it. Um, allegedly, they say that. What a mad and then, And then some say, that that was part of the payback for Rodney King, for the Rodney King drama a few years before. But oh, yeah. Yeah. That money goes to show in certain countries, if you can pay for the best legal people, they've only got to put element of doubt in the jury. Mm. Yeah. Only got to put element of doubt, and that was enough. But that was a great... I've, I've watched a heap. Um, Small Potatoes, 
There's a good one about the USFL. It was like a second-tier NFL comp that was on in the 80s. Great stuff. Didn't last. Well, kind of like an arena league or just... Yeah, a bit very similar. Well, what's the one they're running now? XFL has just faded. Yeah. Didn't you see that? It's just... They've just died in the ass. Oh, really? Yeah, they've everyone's been made redundant. They doubt they're going to be Jesus. participating in next season even. It's dead. It's buried, unfortunately. I'll uh, go Goldie if you want. Yeah, so Dano brought in the bloke in a bar. Shout out to... Oh, yeah, they're quite nice. Shout out to old Campy. Oh, good on you, buddy. Yeah, so I, I love all that sort of... Some of those deep shows. Yeah. Um... It was a great one on <laughs> Christian yeah. Christian Leitner. He was um ex NBA guy, played when played college ball at Duke. Just a super competitor, crazy. and people just hated him because he was a real crazy in, good shooter too. Yeah, just a real crazy. intense way he played. You know those guys who they've got talent, but the blokes heaps more talent. Just a super competitor. He was like one of the original three point messiahs. Once the three point one was there, he was just ridiculously good. Yeah. And when he came into the league, he was always in the struggling side. So yeah. it was only he only had out of his uh, it was ten year plus career. He only probably had two or three winning seasons. But in he went to Atlanta one year. They made the playoffs, and he made the all star team. He made the all star game. So he showed what he could do when he did. And back he got. They had to pick one college player. They decided to pick one college player to play in the dream team yeah. in the Barcelona Olympics. Mm. They put him in, and that that turned some people against him because, like, Shaq and that were in the NBA at the yeah, time playing. Didn't, didn't turn Shaq against him. He said he's a great player. Um, good luck with him. Yeah, he, it was. It seemed it did seem weird seeing the dream and team. They didn't, and he didn't get to play. You were just basically... Just to like 18th ride, man, you know, yeah, right, yeah. yeah. Did, my, didn't that um? There was a doco that just dropped about that Chicago team. I'm, oh, 85. Uh, yeah, but it, yeah. Oh man, they were good. No, no, oh, for um, oh, in the balls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, I don't think it's on Netflix or anything. I think they dropped it on like Showtime over I there. Seen or, that yet, yeah, no, yeah no, but no, they reckon no, it's no. sweet. I did see one uh, interview with Luke Longley, and they mm. went back to Chicago, and people were still. Recognising Longley now, they went to the diner. He would have been and, a hero. And the they were people were coming out getting photos with him. who worked at the diner because they'd been there for that long. And he said he used to go there yeah. when he lived in Chicago. They remembered him and got photos with him, things like that. So in with basketball, because Dana, you're a bit bit of a baller yourself. If you're a bit shorter in the league, like guys coming through that know that they're going to be a bit shorter, you're just trying to drain threes. Like you're pretty you pretty much, yeah, you just got to work on that, like. You see all the successful blokes who are like around the six foot or under have crazy good handles and like can find a pass and find a shot. Yeah. Instead of like the bigger blokes who are more athletic and always find a way to cut to the hoop or drive, just drive lanes like crazy good. When you got smaller blokes like Kyrie Irving who can just take anyone off the dribble and create a shot or like even smaller blokes like Isaiah Thomas can spot up for a three or can find a pass like... I think the goal is if you were if you were shorter, just develop your handle and develop your passing game. It'd be killer. To say how good the NBA is reflects on how many quality players that'll be playing in leagues around the world but can't get a gig. So it says the blokes there in the league how yeah. outstanding they've got to be. They do have you ever watched on ESPN they used to do this street ball tournament, Dano? How good these guys are, and they're Incredible. not. They they're not linked there. with any sort of semi-professional or professional organization. <laughs> that's the thing. You look at that's what, the thing I find weird. You see some blokes play basketball, you think, "Holy fuck, you're incredible!" These blokes never ruin a handle. Always just 
pretty much every shot they take seems like it goes in. Crazy good defenders and stuff. And you think, how come you haven't made anything? It's just because everyone else in the like everyone in the NBA is freakish. Even the blokes who don't play minutes are just just dead set sitting on down right down the end of the bench, t- like eleventh and twelfth man. Yeah, them blokes are still be. Ten times better than it's, anyone. It's crazy because you got a, a sport that's accessible for everyone. In yeah, it, there's courts yeah, yeah. everywhere in every fucking mm. neighborhood, yeah. and then you've got people that lo- enjoy doing it. So it's a it, it's a sport that everyone loves. It's accessible for everyone. It's got very limited numbers on a team. Yeah, fucking the percentage of making it pro would be, have to be the lowest in any other sport. It wouldn't it? Yeah, it have to be. Yeah, you could go playing like the, a Spanish league somewhere like that, Germany. And be ha- living yeah, a very good China's life. China's got a big yeah. league. There's a, there's a lot of, like, the Euro leagues are crazy. The, the Europeans love it. Um, I'd some, have to play in, like, a pygmy league. <laughs> yeah. Don't yeah, you'd be sell playing yourself like short, those, mate. Those you're dwarf on, colonies. You're on, uh, you're on Insta as a celebrity at the moment, mate, after <laughs> that. <flip laughs> yeah. yeah. 100 views, celebrity. 100 views, yeah. And that's the thing. They're a bloke. big time. Well, I guess we were talking about Christian Leitner and that then. He wasn't an elite player in the league. He was just a good player. You know what I mean? In college, he dominated. And this is no offense to him, but Longley didn't stand out. Longley's scouting report, Luke Longley, they said, one that said, has no idea when to shoot or how to shoot. This was one scout said about him. And then he gets traded to the Bulls. He so was, he was Minnesota five rings or four yeah, rings or whatever. Minnesota Timberwolves. <laughs> he was handy. And then they traded for him and his three championships. And people can say it's because of Jordan. You filled a role in a team. Every team's got a superstar. And you're filling your bit role in that. Yeah, it, it's easy to say, oh, it's because of this, because of that. But when you're sitting there with rings on your fingers, it doesn't really matter. Eh? Yeah. And that's but, what it is. You know what I mean? There's only like, how many Aussies have got rings? Two. Yeah. So, uh, sorry, no, there'd be three actually. It'd be, it'd be Gaze was at San Antonio when they won, but he yeah. didn't play a minute. He came Paddy, in and Paddy Mills has got one. Oh, Mills four, it'd be four. Della Vadova, Longley, Longley, yeah, Longley. That's pretty impressive in this sort of thing. Yeah, Andrew Bogut would be un- unlucky not to get one. Just sort of just on oh, Bogut, yeah, Bogut. Fuck, remember Bogut. Bogut's arm snap? Oh, that's disgusting, wasn't it? <laughs> that was like. One of the first times I ever cried at watching a sports injury. Were you like, watching the game? Or? No, 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 I wasn't. No. I said just like I follow heaps of baseball, sh- uh, basketball shit, and always have, and it just come up straight away on my Facebook, and I was just like, "Oh my god!" I was like probably thirteen years old, fourteen years old. And I just, yeah, I think I started crying instantly. It was the most disgusting shit I've ever seen. His <laughs> arm just like turned into a piece of paper mache, and just fucking just ugh. When he got drafted out of the University of Utah. They had the first round pick. They in the NBA and the NFL. Alex Smith was got got drafted for got drafted number one in the NFL. Bogut went number one in the NBA. I yeah. think. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. Only only Aussie to be taken. But they, they make yeah. a bit of money over in Europe, don't they? Oh yeah, European. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah you can heaps. do that. Blokes and who have blokes who have had a good tenure in the NBA and mm. they still Japan. I'm trying as the bigger one for. Basketball. Oh okay, but yeah. like. They're still happy to go over and play yeah. Euro leagues and stuff. It's, what do you reckon they're on when they come over here? Like oh, when those when they yeah, Bogut's different because he's got part ownership in the Kings. Yeah, he's well, on, see, he's the marquee player. Like see Lamelo Ball, he's a eighteen year old kid just just um put his name in for the draft for next year. He hasn't even played a game of NBA. He just bought the Illawarra Hawks, the team he played for last year. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah he his just brother plays the in the team. league, yeah. Lonzo Ball plays for the Lakers, and his brother, Leangelo, is also a handy baller. 
um, trying to work his Lonzo, way through the G League. He's a, they traded him to Bingo. Um, oh, yeah, New he's Orleans. at New Orleans. With Zion. Yeah. And so that's that's the thing. So he's gone down and just kind of they've loaned you out. They know you're not going to stay the whole season. Yeah. But the marketing thing of it, and they're like in the gong and that, all of a sudden more people are going to watch. Yeah. Because... He got um, massive. When Ball there. was there, massive. He's just a massive name, and just just his namesakes and like crazy. And the fact that he's been now he's been playing in a professional league and been scouted by all these all these scouts that talking him up as probably the number one, well, number one or top three prospect for the draft next year. Yeah, and it's to put yourself on show, put yourself in that shop window. Yeah, and that's when I was talking about the USFL before. That'd be great. Because it was in the opposite to the NFL season, so yeah. if you had a young bloke coming out of college trying to show his wares against better defenses, and that's yeah, similar that's, to what they're doing. That's exactly the thing that you think about, like with blokes like blokes like Lamelo coming out of a professional league, getting drafted out of professional league instead of college. Like college is great basketball, but like you look at Luka Doncic two years ago, got drafted out of the Euro League. He played for Barcelona, and he was the MVP of the Euro League when he was. 17 and 18 and he just dominated the, and they select him out of that league and now he's he's leading the MVP race him and Giannis oh, really? this year so, so he's like, crucifying it yeah he's pretty much just like pinned up on a cross and just getting stuck in that playing against men and dominating like you know that brings out the best in some blokes where I don't know about college but I know like in American football college <laughs> defences is shitter you know what I mean so I don't know about like what they, I don't know about what there's a lot more point scored in college B-ball. yeah well, yeah colleges colleges played in halves and it's like it's sort of a it's a bit scrappier like even even when you look at professional leagues around the world the defenses are a lot better they like the game structure is yeah. a lot better so by the time they get to the nba they <laughs> they should be sort of more used to more used to the i don't know the pinup i suppose of the defense and that'd be the big thing wouldn't it when you get into that high level and there is like if college ball is like say cup and and the bigs is like the the NRL. Mm. It's a, there's no in between to see how you're going to go. Yeah, you know what I mean. They can't ease you into it, and it's just a sort of. And it can be you're in or you're out. But and they can give like six weeks contracts. You can get like you, you can know, get ten day contracts. You can get yeah, which you'd take if you like. Remember Bogut after his first year at the Kings, and then they decide to get him back to yeah. the Warriors. You yeah. know, things like that can I, American sport are a lot more open like that. You know, yeah, short deals. Open. There's a that Andre Ingram came in for the last two games of the 2017 season for the Lakers. He was a 40, 41 year old math teacher. Yeah, and they gave him a ten day contract. He came in. He shot like how eight, much was the ten day contract? Oh, no idea. But he came in and on his debut game, shot eight from eight from deep and scored like thirty five points. It would have. It would have. would be. Just, a, it would have been a hundred grand. I reckon yeah, easy. Probably somewhere. Yeah. Right? Because that's he he played for the Lakers G League team for like yes. ever. See, they have, like, that. they have well, are we are we in basketball podcast now? There's not much footy on the G League. <laughs> that's a perfect example of what um, USFL was. Yeah, you know just, what I mean. Just, so, just to back up, but they so yeah, sides the, have somewhere to these um, NBA sides have their teams in there, like and, a sacrificial yeah. league. Yeah, and they can they can give you exposure and watch how you develop uh, playing regular games in their systems and their coaches. Probably their assistants normally coach these sides, stuff mm. like that. Yeah, yeah. It's good. It's good times. And what about... A lot um, of those players, like, they're the, a lot of the G League players are the ones who um who ride the bench too. Like, blokes coming in from the G League, will, a couple of them will tend to sit on the bench for a, a lot of the season for the, for the NBA so side. So, want to keep and then, you... 
sort of sort of keep it sort of in the system. So yeah, like another, playing reserve grade. Yeah, yeah it's, they, a, it's another way for that's pretty much a reserve grade. So not every side has a G League side or anything like that, but yeah. it's just it's a secondary league where you can send players and players can be dropped back there. Players can be bought like up. the minor leagues in baseball and that too. One thing about the US, tell you what, that miners is a fucking beast of a job. Those boys. They're traveling around on buses playing minor league baseball. And the money you, got, you get? Yeah, because you've got like, uh, uh, what is it, uh, like single A, double A, triple A in the minors? Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. So people don't realize how many leagues and they're get, are. They're getting ju- money just to pretty much just to cruise. You've just, yeah, and you've got not like the big money like in the majors. Yeah. You're like staying in the cheaper hotels yeah. and stuff like that, which is what you do if you want to make yeah, it. Yeah, and you just, you're traveling the whole time, That's just playing, sweet. trying to push it up. But it's just a fucking, it's a hard gig because baseball plays so many games yeah. a oh, year. Yeah. Yeah. And you can be in, out that quick yeah. on a couple of games. That's Similar the NBA. That's the thing, you can be in and out so quick, especially yeah. sports like that. Like if you make one wrong decision, you just crucified on the spot. They don't give a fuck about it. Well, look at Zion in the NBA. Number one pick, absolute talent. I thought he was missing the whole season. He was out that long. But yeah, now he just he started playing like yeah. and then started showing his potential, scoring plenty yeah. in the league. So he had he like, like his first, first eight games over 25 points or something and then just bagging like 10 rebounds a game as well. For, it's unbelievable for the, the durability in sport of some blokes like LeBron and these other blokes that stay around in the league for so long. Talking about those minors. Well, LeBron's like, he's just the Jesus of NBA at the moment. Yeah. Oh, he's and thing to, at his age to compete and be still top five players in the league, top three yeah. maybe, Dano even. Oh, I'd have him in the top three for sure. Do you have him uh, over yes. Jordan? Yes. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Well, see, and Dano wouldn't have seen as much of Jordan yeah, as I we did. Yeah, I definitely didn't see as much of Jordan. I've watched as much tape as I possibly It's can. hard to split because... It's very hard to split. When they, you're and younger, they play diff- they've got different styles as well. 100%. And stuff like that. Like LeBron, his, his greatness has come from leading for so long and taking his take, taking average teams to, to places they shouldn't have been and now towards the back end of his year modifying his game to like now he's, he's leading the league in assists. He has 11 assists a game as a 35-year-old and he's just... The way he's doing it now compared to how he did it at the start of his career where he was just overpowering people and cutting lanes and dunking on everyone to now he, he's still got that element of speed athleticism and he's got a bit more of a three-point shot he's developed and his, his ball playing is a whole lot better compared to michael who just used to oh, was a sort of player who's just give me the ball here i'll put it on the floor here and i'll turn either way and make my shot it's just yeah. it's different but i i can't see there's a doco on ESPN Wrong. about when he played minor league baseball, Jordan, and just about the guys who played with him who were just average Joes. <laughs> and they said, the year, and the year, it was called something like a year with Michael or something like that, said all these pristine golf course they get on everything that you get into Michael would just get us in yeah, yeah. So oh, the most, Michael it, just it's common knowledge doors. that he's the most competitive cunt in the world oh yeah, yeah. it is and like he'd be pissed off if he loses a game of, like a golf. Yeah. He'd be like pissed off for a week until he plays you yeah, again. Yeah, exactly. And it was just like imagine being that side, and everyone in the world knows Michael Jordan. He just came up, came off three peating with the balls. Yeah. To when he when he quit and went to play minor league baseball. Was that when his dad was murdered? I and mean, that's why I decided to chase a different dream. There's been there's dad been, was kidnapped or something. There's been murder. plenty of um like um blokes coming out. There's a lot of. Um, what's the one I'm trying to say? Um, um, conspiracies, conspiracies yeah, about it. A lot of people think the NBA might have. 
pushed him out because he was starting to put a bad image on the game. Cause He's he a ridiculous up. gambler. Yeah, it he was makes Laney and Uzi look and he like was coming up. Like... Well, you know, so with the Jordan sneakers, right? Yeah. Oh, he, so right. he got fined the first time he wore them. And then Nike's like, fucking, we'll pay you fine, bro. And then yeah. so the first time he wore them out onto court, he got fined because you had to wear what the, yeah, the, yeah. the sneakers that the league yeah. pro, uh, provided. And he you have a certain set yeah, of Yeah, so he yeah. wore the he wore his Jordan 1s out it happened, there. It happens in all major sports yeah. over there. If you wear different socks, something like that, you can get fined by leagues yeah. and things like that. And like, I remember... But like what? But like, look at that. That's the biggest marketing move yeah. that like any oh. sportsman's ever done. That, and that that he legacy of Jordans is going to go forever. Yeah, it's crazy. He was their messiah. He was their showpiece. When you thought of of Nike, you thought of Michael Jordan. He was the biggest star on the planet in his time. Things like that. You know, the marketing tool, and that's one thing with them. They had, like they don't like, usually miss, eh? Like, yeah. They just don't. Like as soon as someone starts showing potential, Kobe did it. Kobe bang. Yep. Get him in, we'll give him his own shoe and we'll sort him out. LeBron, KD, all these. They don't usually miss. Like Steph Curry got pulled by Under Armour early, but yeah. most of the giant names, the big Nike jumped on board with Kavanick. Yeah. yeah, Ronaldo. And all like, those sort of guys. Anyone and massive. Just those big, big away. sporting mobs, they know how to market things. You know what I mean? They'll market. They have great marketing um, potential and they have great marketing people and they tap into things. I was saying this. I was on... Any given Monday podcast the other night. No, that's our podcast, bro. Uh, um, nothing. I was on our regular. <laughs> I forgot what which one I was on. You just any, on well, you do podcasts. so many podcasts. Yeah. Any given, oh, I listen to a thousand too. You cheating on me, right? <laughs> and regularly, <laughs> I'll nail you to a cross. Regularly yeah. in America, and I spoke about. I think the NRL. That's a serious area that they have to look into is the marketing side of it. You can't do exactly everything like they do in the US because they have limitless pockets. Yeah. But they know how to tap into things. They know how to market their brand. They're always looking to produce things like the NBA and the NFL, they take games to, to London, things like that. They're always looking for new markets and they're always looking for ways to tap in and bring more people into the game. And, I think, and we're starting to do that with the women's footy. Yeah. I reckon that's excellent. I think Some a people way hate to, it. I, I don't. A simple way the NBA do it compared to the um, NRL. Like, obviously, in the NBA, you get to pick your own number and whatever, like, stuff like that. Yep. Which we can't have in the NRL because we've got... That's been discussed on other, other shows I've listened but to. Do they... In, in UK, do they pick their own number or do they just get given anything? Oh, in the Premier League or in the, in the Super League? Super League. You can pick your number. Okay. And that, if that, someone already doesn't have it, same as any other sport, if you roll yeah, into right. a club, you can say, like Super League in Australia, one of the good things they did, they did a lot of things I didn't like, but if you're Christian Freed wearing jersey 32, you go and buy that 32. Or yeah, like, like in the Premier what, League. That's and, what, I was, that's what I was sort of hinting at. Like the NBA have player names on the jerseys and stuff like that, where the NRL don't. Like if it was something simple. Promote your, some, promote your own personal promote brand. Promote your own brand. Yeah, like yeah. something as simple as putting a jersey yeah. name on the back. Like a bloke like Josh Adokar is an electric sort of flyer. He likes mm. to interact with the crowds a bit. Imagine if jersey he, yeah. sales going up if they had Adokar on the Imagine back. Imagine if or, you could just have a fucking fox on the back. Yeah. Yeah, him designing a shirt. That'd be sick. Him just designing a shirt on, on the front. It's him like about to score a try and with Fox on the back. We, like we just let them design their own yeah, personal jerseys. Their own kit. <laughs> and people do that. And in the US, they do that. Like, despite Brian Bosworth back in the 80s came in, he was a gun college player, came in the NFL, he was a big name. 
So they were playing Denver. He, were, he, he got drafted by Seattle. So he bags out John Elway. So all of a sudden they started selling these Boo the Boz shirts. He's the guy that got them made up. So he went out. Yeah. He went on the interview and purposely bagged John Elway. I'm I'm gonna bag, I'm gonna sack Elway three times. I'm gonna be in his face all day. So the Denver fans got filthy at this. He's the one selling marketing the shirts that all these people bought. You're the you know making money from him out there promoting himself. I think we have to look at ways to do this. And a lot of these questions, what's going on? Things about safeguarding players and the league. This has to be an eye opener. Because this might only happen twice in a generation, but this is once. It could possibly happen again in 10 years, 20 years, 50 years. The, the people of the future... 50 years, to, you'll be dead as fuck, yeah. right? Yeah. I'll, I'll, outlive, I'll outlive you, Royd boy, don't worry. <laughs> My heart won't be ticking. <laughs> yeah, when, but when all our bones are dust, when they look back and go, no, just this, is a prere- <laughs> this is a prerequisite... Oh, Oh, this hasn't I'll be happened. resurrected, bro. Don't worry about me. This hasn't I'm going to climb off my cross and I'll be sore. Yeah, well, if he gives you some of that uh, stuff that make him shredded, it'll resurrect <laughs> you pretty quick, lad. Yeah. All of a sudden, they go, oh, we haven't seen a crisis like this since World War Two. Well, we haven't seen a crisis like this since 2020. Are you saying you, crosses or crisis? You know, crisis. Crisis. Yeah. Well, we haven't seen a situation like this in that time. You've got to make sure it can't happen again. Yeah. You know, things like that. Because... Rugby league survive through wars and things like that. Yeah. They should be able to survive this, you know, personal tragedies. You know, people have, rugby league still kicked on when parts of the country were getting bombed in Darwin and mm. that. And there were still games being played in, in New South Wales and Queensland. Yeah. The, um, what they need to do also is like in the future, imagine if in the, in the off season they filmed the, like a full season and we didn't know about it. So in case this happens case again, they can just again. drop that season, drop and they're use they're wearing like futuristic jerseys and shit. They might be in like spacesuits <laughs> or like they're all wearing silver fucking. Why the fuck are you not on the board at the NRL somewhere, like, <laughs> bro? You got to You got to really got to calm down on the Bob Hope, okay? So <laughs> on those on those Hong Kong on, you know, right, right. I I took some fucking um, CBD slash THC oil two nights ago, right? And I'm watching Jumanji, the first, you know, the the first one yeah, of The Rock and Kevin oh, Hart, right. like the actual the yeah, new yeah. one, the first yeah, one yeah, of the, the new one ones, the game, like the video game one. Yeah, and so uh, it says like one drops ten milligrams. So I take, I know five milligram kicks me pretty hard because I'm a bit of a pussy when it comes to fucking hard drugs. Oh, <laughs> just, <laughs> just fucking THC. And um, and I keep pausing on the misses, and I'm like what do you think he meant by that sentence? And I'm like looking into it so deep, right? And she's like, can you shut the fuck up and stop yeah, overthinking everything? And then we went from Jumanji to the Ozarks. Oh, and now I finished that last episode of the Ozarks, which blew my brains out. But I kept pausing it because I couldn't um, differentiate that. <laughs> I'm not even going to try to say that word again because I fucked it up bad. That the Ozarks, they weren't in Jumanji. I was like... But are they in this game? And she's like, it's not Jumanji anymore, you dickhead. It's Ozarks. And I was like, fuck, I've got to go to bed. I'm Friday. Well, fuck me. That's deep. I like yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, but I... have, you, have you guys finished Ozarks season no, three? No, no, I haven't finished it. Oh, yet. no. I just started watching God, it. God, it's so good, man. I haven't started. Yeah. Just don't watch it. We're fucking after doing right. a couple drops. <laughs> All right. So, the game we reviewed on the weekend was round 23, 2003, was the Cowboys played the Raiders in Canberra. Yep. Canberra were, they were, in the, they were in the top eight at the time and the Cows 
couldn't make the final, so they were kind of middle of the pack. Canberra uh, were shooting for a minor premiership. Yeah, they, they were. Right, they yeah, they were, right were top up four actually. Yeah. So they were pushing hard. Great battle. Um, some of the standouts. Uh, the cows ended up getting up yeah. in the end by they won by thirty to thirty thirty four twenty eight. Yeah, thirty four twenty eight in the end when they had a handy lead and the Raiders came back at them. Mm. Boys, who? What a couple of things stood out for you in the game. Mine was... The KO didn't edit it down to 20 minutes. That's yeah. what stood out for me. <laughs> you should have taken some more of your stuff. It would have felt like 220 No, because I would have thought they were in Jumanji yeah. and I wouldn't know what the fuck was going on. <laughs> Why is that guy from Jumanji tackling Paul Rahe? Yeah. You would have had to put fucking metal, um, fucking steel uh, fucking stakes mm. through my hands and just I had to do that shit. Bowen was <laughs> help, <laughs> Bowen's X Factor at the back was how fucking fast is he? <laughs> Bowen <laughs> man, that that tra- I was talking to Dan oh. before you got here and, and where he just jumped out of hooker. Yeah, he jumped out of hooker and was just gone. I don't know how Adam Mog mate does a would, screamer of attack. Would you him. say the? F- I think he's the fastest. Bowen's the you fastest. Know, watching that, have you, have you ever heard me. that? Like, no, the quickest. Sorry, like yeah. Fair enough. What, you, but watching that dart he did, yeah. I was like, fuck me, no one's ever going to take Have you ever heard the expression, football fast? Like, like blokes that don't look fast when you're doing sprint training or look okay, yeah. but when they get into games, they're lightning fast. Yeah. That's what I think blokes like Damien Cook, they don't look real fast when they're out in the speed, and they might you not know win. That, you know he's fucking quick as fuck. You might, Cook, he's the scariest like, player in the world, I touching think. him. Oh, that's ridiculous. I wrote a couple of names down. I thought Alan Tung, fuck me dead, goes hard up the middle. And Every- this was a young version of Alan Tung. Yeah, just you know. into it, just going hard up the middle the whole time. You reckon Alan Tung always had pressure to be really good at going down on cheeks? He would have Alan had Tung. to. Yeah. Have Might have got you a few starts, in, you know, but you got it in the door. But he's a ranger, so it makes it hard. Be a good looking ranger, though. Yeah, but... And then and Jack, you, Jack yeah. City. How much drug testing were they doing in the early 2000s? <laughs> hey? Not much. What well, was the thing? You just flopped the tongue out and just like, ah. There were, and there was a, Matty Elliott as coach. Yeah, you in the US. Yeah, so so, so oh, in, in that in the in that game, I was telling Dano that I had I've had two I had two coaches out of that game. I had yeah. Adam Mogg and Elliot, and Elliot yeah. just on the sideline, just looking stressed out the whole time. That was at kickle when yeah. it was nil all. <laughs> it would have been. You had three actually. You didn't think me, yeah. Adam Mogg playing fullback? No, that's what I said. Mogg, yeah, Rutchison on the bench. Oh yeah, Rutcho come off the bench. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Three. So three three yeah. coaches in that game: Rutcho, Mogg, and um, Elliot. Fucking hell. Fuck, get stuck in. Racho. I also wrote down here um, how good Ruben Ricky goes, and especially considering oh. that in the 78th minute, Ty Williams takes and it picks, a, picks up a wayward ball and runs 80. And leading the chase was Ruben Wiki, just yeah. 78 minutes in, the back rower, just never giving up. I was and like, yeah. fuck me. And let's talk about this game more like some of our listeners only watched about 10 to 15 minutes of it just to give them a bit more insight, yeah? Is that because oh. you've got no idea? <laughs> you only watched <laughs> 10 to 15 minutes of it, eh? <laughs> no, because no, I put it on, I was going to I was gonna watch it fresh before you guys got here. And I said, I said, I said, yeah, I set everything up and then I was like 50 fucking minutes. So I had to skip through a bit to get like, cause I set everything up. Then I, it was like seven thirty, and I was like, fuck. All right, let's go. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. Right, man. Wait, but what, what made you think about this game anyway? Uh, I was going to watch it the other day and I was just looking for it. Um, and then. Cause it was, I thought it was way better than your last week's choice. Uh, the prelim. Yeah. Yeah, and I thought we got a, it was a good game. Was yeah, we got to mix yeah, a few up, game. and 
it was just a surprise. So I started watching it and then it looked all right. And then I forgot I turned it off. And then when yeah. we decided to do it, I watched the whole thing. But, and I didn't realize they won. Yeah. But yeah, they, I, I, I thought they would have just lost because normally them classic games is a pretty tight little affair. Yeah. But Moggy had a blinder. I thought, mate, the, the way first... he carries the football, he was so strong. Yeah. And remember, like me and Daniel were talking about before again, that when he jumped into hooker, he was like, and then his in his passing game was sweet as too. And he's a big unit, eh? yeah. he's built like a second row. Yeah, he got a dick on him at as well. Start, that's a spirit. I, at the start cock- of the game. Cockologist, that's yeah. a spirit. After watching the first 10 minutes, I was like, fuck, poor Moggy's been thrown on the cross here. Just um, Couple being, of kicks. Put, being put at fullback. With uh, Clinton Tchaikovsky out, yeah. I was like a poor bastard, and then straight Crown after of that, thorns. bang, just fucking turned it on. Was in everything, saved saved two tries. A comeback was, was in was in two of was in two of Canberra's. It was fucking incredible. I was like, fuck, Moggy's killing it. Yeah, the Raiders forwards too were just um, were better the whole first half, dominated, and then in the second half. The Cowboys forward sort of muscled up, and the Cowboys started making inroads through the middle. The both back rowers made line breaks, and yeah. they're just going hard. Mm. With that, when Miles scored, call him, and it was a tip on to um, uh, yeah, to, it was a tip on a Campion who throws a yes, dummy, throws a yeah, dummy yeah. And, and then, then just turned inside everyone on the push. Little things like that. That was a crazy. It gets play. you out of it, gets you away from the congestion, especially if they're bashing you in the middle. Yeah. Get on an edge, use the football a bit. Give him a call right, man. Just see what he thought about the game. See if he picks up. If, I'll see if he. I'll see if I can get hold of him. Yeah, get him on the blower. All right. Just say we want two, one minute of his time to see how he and thought. After it. you've done that, Freed, he's going to call all thirty-four of his coaches. The <laughs> that game, so. And tell him what I think about him. <laughs> yeah, going to call Moggy and tell him how good his cock is. That's all much. right, Milesy, pick up you, Freed. <laughs> <laughs> he's really trying to put his kids to sleep or some shit. He's just like, hang up. (laughs) So, Malsey's, right, his great friend Malsey just uh, screened him. Yeah, he didn't, went, rang out. Been brushed. Been brushed. Yeah, he wasn't there to give his feedback (laughs) on the game. That's right, after, after, um, uh, Fucking isolation will get him on it. Yeah. He just lives around the corner, doesn't he? No, he lives over um, near Graceville. Oh, fuck. Oh. Graceville lives up the, up the road from Graceville. His kids play for Graceville. But yeah, what other notes about that game? Uh, the refereeing. I bet Shane Hayne just putting the whistle in oh. his mouth and not taking it out. Shane Hayne has some like, odd calls. They did referee the times, A tackle gets made. Before the blokes even actually stop moving... He's already blown a penalty saying no effort to get off him. Was, get off him? The bloke wasn't even on the ground yet. It's like half the... There was 20, 20 penalties in the first half, 10 apiece. I'm thinking, fuck me. It was it's like, it was like a young referee you trying though, to impress. With Shane Hayne, do you reckon for referees, he's killing it with the ladies in his prime? Oh, he was a fit, fit good-looking bloke. <laughs> oh, that's what, that's, I was watching, it, I was watching the game and I was like, fuck. Yeah. When blokes come up to talk, he'd just say, go. Just He's confident as with everything he did. So I'm like, I imagine he might have been a bit of a stud, you know? I remember when we had um, one of our things over in Jacksonville and we were playing, it, it was the America's Cup, whatever. So it was Canada, Jamaica. Oh, yep. And there was this receptionist at the hotel that we were all staying in and everyone was frothing over her. She was like 18 or something. 
And um, they're all trying to get. Yeah. <laughs> You're only saying they didn't cover it. Well, over really. in America, she was 21. Yeah. And um, <laughs> but anyway, and then it ended up one of the uh, referees that was over there to ref all our games ended up fucking bagging her, right? Really? Yeah. Oh, Fuck me. That's got to be the rarest. It cut for the know. boys that were trying to get, like hit on it. They were. It was like they stab in the heart. It would have been. Fuck me. I could never. Oh. Yeah. That'd be filthy. That'd be filthy about that. You tell us she obviously has no idea what she's looking at. Yeah, oh, she she wouldn't have understand what he did. <laughs> yeah. uh. Also wrote down here, um, the um, running the ball on last play and the the low percentage last play options from both sides a couple of times. Um, the Raiders more so, but both sides had a cut like a couple of opportunities to bash it down into corners and just start start their sets over down there. And start running the ball and making inroads, and the Can- Canberra scored a try on last tackle running the ball, and the Cowboys also had two or three great plays on last from just fucking shaping shaping to play the kick and then playing some footy on an edge. It was it was funny. Some of those tries look pretty soft just compared to how strong the D was at times. It was like sides going to sleep. Like you're saying on those last tackle plays, it's like everyone's just thinking they're going to kick, they're going to kick, and not yeah. move. But getting caught out in some of those grubbers. And even and the blo- even the blokes that were shooting at to put kick pressure on, they had no intentions of taking the kicker. They were just running up to put their hands up, and you could see it a few times. That Canberra half, um, just Monaghan. No, 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 the other one, McClendon. There. No, he was on. He yeah, come yeah, off McClendon. Yeah, he came come off, off the bench. bench. Oh, did he? Yeah, yeah. But he, um, I, I swear, McClendon always wore a headgear. Sorry to cut you off. Which one of them always wore the headgear? Both of them did. Ah, oh, okay. Yeah. But they weren't in this game. Um, no. no. He came off the bench and Croker started at 5-8 and then he moved yeah. back into the pack. Yeah. He did, yeah. yeah. Sorry, continue, Dan. Yeah, so anyway, Mink Linden would come out and he'd shaped a kick and the Cowboys, there was one or two Cowboys blokes shoot out, obviously, to put kick pressure on, but they didn't have any intentions of actually taking the kick out. Joel Monaghan's so he'd first just, try. So he'd just put the put a big shake on, go straight through, and then he threw that cut out to the edge. Monaghan gets it back inside of McLendon, back inside it of Monaghan. It looked a bit too easy. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I and it was just simple passing, draw and pass. And when Monaghan got it, shaped it up, draw and pass, and then McLendon got it, shaped it up. Monaghan does a wrap around him, draw and pass on Matty Bowen, and it's try time. Yeah. Aaron Payne's try when he backed up and he ran about 50. Yeah, like yeah, that was crazy. A couple of offloads yeah. in there. To get hit... Um, Hit old um, Bowen on the edge, and then he gets it back inside to Payne. It was just opened up, and, and he was really he, in the he hit it at speed and just fucking put. One, yeah, there was one. Mog missed him. Was Mog coming in cover and he missed him? Yeah, yeah. And then he Only it was no, there was no him. other there was no other chases, which was surprised. Which I'm sure Matty Elliott coached you in the US side for quite a few games. Yeah, yeah. Well, he well he coached me for that. That too, like we went against Samoa, so we were there for two weeks, and we played. Ended up playing Samoa. What were his non-negotiables that he used to push? Uh, he he was. I was saying this to Dana before also, but um, he the he was the first like Elliot's style of coaching is he didn't worry about the the like behavioural side of us. He's like you men, you know what's right and wrong, and so if you think you're doing the right thing, you are. If you think you're doing the wrong thing, you are. That's it, all right. So I'm so I'm here to coach as players. So he was very he, he for me I found him a very good uh, like people coach. Yeah. You know, like so as a person he was a very good coach like that. And um, I got a few days with him before anyone else came into camp, and he's absolute ledge. 
but um he 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 just broke it down gave us a basic game plan but expected that basic game plan to be like all right i've given you so basic just execute who else did you have in the side with you then any big names then um in that side when we played because we played the samoa residents you know like yeah so um who else came over there was a few there was probably 70 percent of that uh, uh 2013 world cup side in it Okay. So we just didn't have Offadell over there, but we had Cantoni, we had um Danny Howard. Yeah, we had um uh my boy the half I totally gone blank on his name, but he played was over in New York, but he played Redcliffe. Um Priestley. Priestley, we had Dave Miranda, we had all of them. You know, oh, so, so we, we had, had a pretty solid side. Blokes had played a lot of second tier footy. Yeah, yeah. Know, like, 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 like Queensland Company, New South Wales Cup. Yeah, level under the NRL. So, so yeah, and, and they'll think, because I think they thought we were going to get wiped by some. I was like, no, we're going to beat these guys. <laughs> yeah, if you play yeah. smart with those blokes on board. Tui. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Tui got sent off for doing something stupid, I think, in like the Do first you 10 when, minutes. You remember when that Nines tournament you played in at Mitchy? Tui got sent in the quarterfinal. He's lost. Yeah. Just trying to start a block. Oh, he's a nut, mate. Like, he just cracks when he. Yeah. So, yeah, Elliot was pretty much, he'd adapted to a different philosophy yeah. from what he would have week to week in the NRL setup. So he just sort of. Oh, yeah. He just saw what he was working with. Yeah. And, yeah, adapted to the situation. Which so, like me coach. at fullback, he goes, No, you're not playing fullback, you're playing sweeper. So I was, four, I was five, ten metres behind the, the ruck the whole game, and then I'd That's get gross. back there on fifth and shit. So, with that, did the wingers, were they dropping deeper? No, nah, but that's that we had inexperienced wingers. That's why he oh, did yeah. it. So, or, no, or they could have pushed in and swept yeah. behind you. Yeah. So he's like, like, yeah. So he's like, you, yeah. He's yeah. like, you know, like in touch, you play sweeper. It's it, like he's like, you're gonna yeah. be, you're gonna be sweeping around the Rubble rock, the and the then rock. yeah, jump back. It's a good way, good, good way. If you but got... he he also created the best fucking Mad Monday that I've ever done. Hey, like so we all like it was Hawaiian shirt themed, and then as soon Didn't as you play in Hawaii, pardon? Did you play in Hawaii? Yeah. yeah, so it was easy to get the shirts. Over. Yeah, or it's just they're just called shirts over there. Yeah, they're not yeah, called yeah. Hawaiian shirts; they're just called shirts. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but um, as soon as we got to the bar with him, he'd rip the sleeves off, and we're like, "What the fuck?" And he's like, "Yeah, that's what you do." And then someone that come like in a nice shirt that didn't get the Hawaiian shirt, oh. like both, and we just Rookie fucking cut it champion. off. Rookie. It was the best. It Dukes. I don't know if he's been to Waikiki no, or no. I've heard. Yeah, uh, but Duke, yeah, about it. Dukes, man, it's it's fucking sweet. We had the best Mad Monday. Like, well, it, I think it was on a Sunday, but it was, yeah, it was one we of the... So it can't yeah, be hard. I don't think it could be hard to have a bad time when you're in fucking... Yeah, no. How, how popular no, was the bar? That was the bar that everyone went to. It was like, we, we like, uh, with um, Tiki's is the one that um, my boy Randy owns, who's, yep. yeah, so Randy owns Tiki's, which is awesome, but it was, so we split our time between t- Tiki's and Duke's. Yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, nice. Oh, that's good stuff. Yeah. And... The thing is, like, guys like Matt Elliott, you forget that he's been at a few clubs and he's taken uh, teams to semifinals. Like, well, he's been at the Warriors, he's been at the Raiders, he's been at Penrith. Like, the Raiders and Penrith, they made the finals. So yeah. he's done some good things and he knows how to coach. It's just sometimes it's hard with the group you've got. You, yeah. It's all about your players buying in. And players have a bit too much power. They can yeah. just go and complain. But yeah. There were stories about, you know, with, with Graham Murray when Graham Murray was at the Roosters, that certain high, higher players there led the call to get rid of him, how they yeah. got rid of him early and Rick Stewart came in. And that was the thing that he had a, he had a fine system in. So, you know, so it was 50 bucks for people going, you know, 
shit turnovers, things like that. Blokes got rewarded. I think it was based on the system Wayne Bennett had at the Broncos in the beginning. And you'd get bonuses it for doing things like effort upon efforts, like doing three tackles in a row from marker, kick pressure, things like this, little 1% things you get to. So, of course, blokes who touch the football a bit, and like in, at the Roosters in those days, guys like Fletch, um, Fittler, et cetera, et cetera, those guys aren't going to like getting fined. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And them being ball playmakers, they're touching the footy yeah, more than anybody lot. else. Yeah. So, like, you know, all of a sudden, and in those days, you didn't have a ball playing fullback so much in the early 2000s as you did in the later years. Yeah. And it came in as sort of um, a, um, uh, like a surprise attack. Now it's common knowledge. Like with the Cowboys in that 03, uh, with Dave Miles at 5'8", he didn't really have to play a super lot of ball playing. He was a runner and a passer, not a ball player trying to construct things yeah. like, like shaping that. That was like his. He, too, that yeah. was like his pin to wood, wasn't it? Like yeah. that. That was his. Yeah, because he was kind of like you know, like maybe, maybe like um a third center even. You know what I mean? Like that. Yeah. Things like that didn't have to do a lot of kicking because you had Bowen, and you had uh, Chris Shepard running the. Sh- they were doing. They were doing a lot of ball playing, yeah. creating things. You had that, like... You well, know. I was just on that right edge. You just stand in plenty of tackles and if a boat come, just cross them off with a big palm and just that was it, eh? <laughs> and you had Hannah and Just Bowman. palmy, mate. You had oh, yeah, but, yeah, Hannah and Bowman, before, you know, who were solid on the... Yeah, uh, in the yeah, Very solid centres. But I think, like, going back to Matty Elliott, just to finish that off, like, Matty Elliott cared about the person, not the player. That's yeah. where I think there's a big difference in coaches. Oh, yeah. Where you could tell that he was, like, he, he worried about the person and then the player was secondary. And that's why I thought, man, you this guy's have, on the edge. Um, you still have, you know, and you're still in contact with him. Yeah, yeah, he'll, he'll yeah. message me when he comes up to Brisbane. He tells me we, we meet up and stuff. And and that's just from that one week in fucking Hawaii, man. You know, he's that, a, yeah, he's, and, and, and he's one of the funniest yeah. motherfuckers ever. I know you can't be, and they've told us this at different coaching seminars, you can't have a personal relationship with everybody, but I try to. Yeah. Because there's, there's no point. Blokes aren't going to give their all for you if they don't think you're giving everything for them. It's just yeah. the way it is. I kind of, I kind of picture it as like I want my funeral to be loaded of people, so I'm trying <laughs> to get as many people at my funeral as Senior I can. Sucker, that's yeah, that's it. Yeah. And I think dying early is the, a good one too, because all your friends will still be alive. You, know, <laughs> yeah. you, to... you do remember you have a wife and daughter, so they won't want you to die early. But I'll get my life insurance right. up. Okay, yeah. fair enough. And then, well, and then me and Dano, if you be die before them. us. We'll wear the Hawaiian shirts and cut the sleeves off. What did okay? you think? Yeah. What did you think about? <laughs> Good call, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I reckon. Wait, for, and I want Elliot drink. running the show. Yeah. All right. First drink back up. And I wanted to Let's head I'll to just the be there in my yeah. cut sleeves Hawaiian shirt, right. trying to beat Bucks. Yeah. And I wanted a Dukes, and Waikiki, right. and I just wanted you to send my ashes out on a surfboard because I'm a huge surfer. I've always oh, thought that about you. Yeah, I've always <laughs> sending a surfboard shaped like a cock. We often call you shaped like a cross, just fucking head and We often call you the big kahuna we often call you the big kahuna because you're surfing exploits in the past and because of my penis. If you want to say that, no, man. Like, well, but what did you think about their wrestling talk it, well, on Bloke in a Bar? Yeah, I was interesting. Yeah, I thought that was good. Bloke in a Bar for people who may not have heard. Dean Kemp was talking. Who was the individual he was talking to, Dana? Oh, <laughs> I don't know who you sure. asked I don't about know him. I asked and he thought I was talking about him. But he was talking to a guy and he said part of the fatigue factor um, with the wrestling, I know it would speed up the product. See, with my idea of trying to spread the brand throughout the world, 
We want to be getting highlights packages. So with social media, people are watching us and they know who you are. Like Odell Beckham Jr. And you see Odell Beckham Jr. take these ridiculous one-handed grabs and things like that. The NFL and NBA, they do that very well. And same with EPL, you know, because you're seeing highlights of games where someone's setting up the goal scorer. Is this going to circle something. back to wrestling? No. Oh, yeah, it is. It's okay, sweet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> where this one, where when we're wrestling and slowing it down, it would it'd open a game up more. People would be getting more tired, in my opinion, because you – the ball movement. We'll want, they had the 89 grand final on the other day and they were shifting the footy and shit like that around. There's heaps of offloads and, and things like that. Of course, you're not letting guys just jump straight back up. But Kemp made a great point when he said the average person who's watching it, they're not, they're not watching this to see wrestling. They just see why is it taking this guy 10 seconds to play the football. And that was the best call ever. People like things like that. So the average bloke. But that, but the guy playing the football should get better at fucking playing the football. Yeah. That's, see, I'm, I'm, I hate to disagree because I love all, pretty much all the shit that can't be said. Oh yeah, he's he's a ledge man. Yeah, but but you've the, got you've got a winger and some random guy talking about wrestling. <laughs> I'm thinking. I'm thinking more about <laughs> the fact that you've got. You can't just, like, if you're looking at him saying, why is it taking that dude so long to get up when he's got three blokes on top of him, then what the fuck are you looking at? Well, Use your brain. Like, he's obviously not going to be able to spring back to his feet when old mate's on top of him. Yeah, but you hit low and hard, like a Gilmeister or a Dallas You don't Johnson. get rewarded for it. Not at all, mate. That's what I mean. About you're more re- you're rewarded for slowing it down. Yeah, and well, this is the thing. We have, to gonna... find, we have to find a medium but and it comes you... to the referee. But yeah, exactly. But there's still not going to be a reward. If you take the wrestling away, there's still no reward for a leg tackle because you still got to roll to the, away But it away. comes to the referee where you don't have to release as quick if you chop him like in a spot and you end up on top. Like not now, if you're just coming third man in, you can lock the arm. Like, you know, yeah. you're strong. You've been taught to wrestle properly. And lock it up, slow it down. And that's good. We have to find the medium. You can't brush wrestling altogether or we'd have some glorified... 44-40 games, like in college yeah. football and stuff. But, it, but it's like if it's it, – and and, and Cam, Cam, you made a good point. He's like, we don't want to see fucking like leg locks, arm bars, like talking about jiu-jitsu style yeah. of it. But it and, – and that that you, you, you sometimes see like initiations oh, of those yeah. movements and in some I wrestling. I but, don't want to go on but, about it. But, but like if, if you're going to wrestle, just learn that you're fucking – if you're going to get in that situation – you got to get your hips away, get up on your all fours yeah, and play the for ball. Me, it's so good because it like if you don't want to be put on your back and held down for five seconds, don't be dominated. And if you're good enough to get up and under the ball, get hooks under, roll a bloke under his back and dominate him, why, why should you not be rewarded? That's my question. Like why we say you have to, you have to be rewarded for legs tackle. When the legs tackle, you come in, bang, chop legs, he's down. When when, a wrestle, when you get into a tackle, you get in nice and close, you work to get your arms under, you work extra hard to roll him on his back. Why do you not get That's right. It's a fucking that? skill okay. and a process. I think, it should, I think be it's, should you be rewarded for putting your elbow in the bloke's Achilles? Should you be rewarded yeah, for doing holding? Yeah, yeah but, no, no, but, but that's what he... That, that's, I, that, that's, I agree on him rubbery. on that. That's yeah, rubbery. I, yeah. That's not but wrestling. But that's part of it. And it's no offence to the clubs that are good wrestlers, but you get coached to do this because it's how you win the ground. I don't think... It, like, when clubs were using, like, grapple tackles and that, and they had to outlaw that, that's there are so That's what we mean. We've got to change, change the way we talk about it. We can't just say and, wrestling because wrestling is... Mm. One of well, wrestling's my favorite part of the game, probably. But we, when you talk about 
talk about stuff like that. That's grubbery. That's shit like working Achilles over, like holding someone's head in an awkward spot or arming someone. That's different to wrestling. Wrestling is working a bloke to a point where you can roll him onto his back and, and pin him but down. getting hit in a good ball and all tackle and just rolled, I don't think of that like a wrestle. That's just a dominant tackle to me. But yeah. we also have to educate officials into what, like, into what's um, grubbery and what's not. Some exactly. blokes are just good wrestlers. So if you go and get your arm lock in the ball yeah. and you can just spin me on my back and hold me there, you've just been too good in the contact and you deserve to get a reward for that. Where in these certain suppression holds and where, where blokes are getting their heads ripped off and shit like that, we can't be having that. But there are things too, like, little things too. Like, remember when they, a couple of seasons ago, the storm used to imply this way where like the, the 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 two or three defender out wide and the blind used to jump up quick and or on the open. So that way you wouldn't go on it you wouldn't go on a three pass shift. And they used to yeah, get away from it. You'd be crucified if you it. did, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Because and they'd always get you. But then they worked that out that that was getting an early jump and that was preventing that and they'd say and you know, the blokes would say, Sir, it's twenty metres away. How's this affecting the play of the ball? But it is because you don't go there. But good sides that are well coached, they adapt the situation. So, all right, we can't do that no yeah, more. They right. resurrect it, you yeah. know? Yeah. yeah. All right, we can't do that no more. We'll vary that and we'll do something else. And these sort of things, like with your... How many times are you getting in the uh, Easter Day plugs here, mate? What do you mean? Resurrection and stuff like that. Like, you know. oh, No, it's just my, my vocab at the moment. That's nice, mate. It's nice. Actually. Out of it's a few things to, in the old vocab. It's good to see you've experienced. <laughs> He's a man of Jesus. Where'd you get the issues from, bro? Oh, they sick. were cheapy, man. Yeah. I got them over Indre. And go to Indre much. I know about 10 bucks. Indre be a fucking ghost town at the moment. Oh, mate, the whole world is... Just driving here, like... Tell you what, Roddy's DMs won't be a ghost town with those shoes on. They're fresh <laughs> deadlies, brother. And, yeah, they're all multi-purpose jobs where, oh, we're going to the old list. So is the old the, is the Mrs. Oh, we're going out on it. Is the missus back now? She's stuck at at Bribey. Ah. Can't cross the bridge. I said I'd leave early. She wanted to pick Zara up. She stayed a couple of days. Zara's been there a week. Well, because of quarantine, friend. she's stuck. They're, they're sh- waiting. They're, they're, the waiting they're waiting at the bridge to sting you a thousand... If they catch yeah. you out driving or not. Jesus. So things like that. Like they're, Jesus they're on not the cross. Mu- they're not mucking around, man. Like no. They'd got 300 people by Good Friday. Yeah, well, like, Good Friday morning, yeah. they had everyone, anyone on the highway going to the, either coast, yeah. with anyone towing a caravan or a boat was just pulled over. Everyone in the car got fined. They sent them back home. It's like moving boulders in front of caves, you know? Heckers, heckers. That's the spirit. Oi, should we do our combine? Let's fucking yeah, beast this shit. All right. So we got a hundred set up over there. What I'm going to do, right? So we're going to film it on this camera and then I'll edit it in. Um, Dano, me, Dano, and you are going to get our combine source. So Jimmy Hunt comes on next week and just beast us all. Mate, he'll be able to bench press the equipment. Have you got a hundred in you? I don't think so. No. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but so the record is fifty. 51. Is that 50, 51, okay? Yeah, 51. 51 reps of only All right, so, so we only have to do 52. Is that, that big giant Julius fella? Yeah, and he never... He never uh, Justin uh, Ernest? Yeah, that, yeah. that fella, a, the big yeah. giant. He weighs yeah. like 210 kilos. All right, so I'm gonna, I'll am gonna. i take Dano over there. I need you to stay here, commentate, and I'll put it up on the 
Oh, and I'll film from this, okay? Yeah, you're going oh, first, surely. Okay, I'll go first. And then, Dana, you got to rep it out. And then we'll swap with <laughs> Rip Righty. It out. Yeah, right. I'll, I'll rep, spot you, though, right? Rep out yeah, 100 nice. kilos. Yeah, nice. all right. Sweet, let's get it done. You keep talking, Yeah. All right, for the boys here. A hundred and two kilos. <laughs> wow, fair effort. But uh, as we talked, touched on the NFL before, their combine. This is what this is one of the uh, prerequisites they do just to measure blokes' strength because they're very about the numbers in American sport. <laughs> Dano's warming up right now. Let's get over there and see if we can get this done. All right, how you going there, Freeds? Yeah, I'm just, just chill. <laughs> I don't know how those blokes in the combine, you see all these like college kids bench pressing 25 reps of 100 kilos. Yeah, we're not as weight oriented as those boys, are we? Right. Just look at the college with his multi million dollar gyms. Go. Come on, Freedy. Oh, all right, Christian Freeds stepping up. 52. Yeah, 52. Yeah, 52. All right. Yeah. Let's do this. I'll give you five for that one. Five. Oh, That's a bloody good effort. Just missed, Bloody mate. good effort. You almost had that record. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't even know if i got one in me. <laughs> yeah, I won't have one in me. Got Let's do it. Oh, man. And, Roddy, what, do you want to do yours next week with Jimmy or? Yeah. I, was, oh, I did some weights today, so no, I don't know. Here we go, Dano. Dano if you get one, you've done. If you got, if you get one, you've done well, boys. He's got it up. Good dig, Dano. Good dig. Go dig. Go dig. Yep, 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 yep. One nice. He's got one, which is an impressive effort. I'm pretty proud. That'll do for now. No, that's good. Good effort, boys. Good effort. We've got the big dog coming on next week. Just one. Some call him. Some call him the white Marty to Powell. I shouldn't have had those fucking five beers on it, I reckon. I'll get you help. normally. Oh. So any NFL teams need my contacts? <laughs> it's kfreed4787 at yeah. hotmail.com. I'm just a Any your rugby league career. I'm here for all your blocking needs, you know. <laughs> let's, let's, uh, let's go to some questions. We've got oh, some good questions. All right, we'll go that, was to good, that was a good dig, don't I? Oh, I can't breathe, That's, but That was good, bro. <laughs> That's a good dig, man. You can get one. It'll be one more than me. It's pretty we didn't warm up. I just put a hundred on the bar for eating, just show us straight in the deep end. Like you didn't tear something. Yeah, you survived that and you five down. Genius, really. Here we are, how them questions going here? Oh, there's a few. Uh here we go. Paisley, I remember seeing him He's put in, as well. click on his replies there too, because he's got stipulations oh, regarding he, yeah, our answers. Yeah, yeah. You can't <laughs> pick your a, uh, one that your team played in. Yeah. Here we are. Well, he's impressed with my uh, two screens going at yeah, the moment. I don't yeah, know how you're doing it. It's pretty man. incredible. Which anyway. grand final of the 90s was your favourite? Also, which one of the uh, uh, 2000s? 
of the nine, and you can't pick one in the team you support. So you boys go for the Bronx, I'll go for Manly. Well, Manly wasn't in. You can't pick that. <laughs> were they? No, oh nine yeah. they were. What's that? Oh nine. Yeah. We were there oh eight, one forty nil, we were there in oh seven, we were there in twenty eleven, we were there in twenty thirteen. The Broncos. Well, it's funny that when you thought that word in any yeah. 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 Shut up, the old fucking cabinet there at the old Red Hill. <laughs> yeah, but it? everyone's <laughs> gotta admit, like Tades, like, I know the stipulations are I can't pick the Bronx, but the O six grand oh, final was fucking yeah, magic. And that was an upset for them coming up. Melbourne best ride all year, except on the day that counted, Brisbane knocked them off. If I couldn't pick that one, I'd have to pick 2003. Yeah, Penrith, Penrith won. Yeah, Penrith coming, coming up gold against a, um, a sore and Roosters side. And but just what, that Scott Sattler tackle in, the, whole, the whole day. In the 90s, there were no really big upsets besides the Bulldogs beating Manly in 95 was an upset. But there were no other real upsets there. Mm. Uh, yeah, and... By the two manly lost to um the Bulldogs and to Newcastle, they were the favourite. Besides mm. them, the team you expected to win did. Like yeah. Brisbane, everyone they were in, they won. Theirs was fifty fifty and they got the money. Mm. Brisbane in oh six. Yeah. But in the nineties, everyone they won, they were the they were I all expect them to win. Probably the 91 Penrith from what they won because it was the first one they ever won. I mm. felt, and the Raiders had won the past two. Yeah. But in 2000s, like you said, Penrith win again was great. Yeah. Newcastle, when they beat Para, Para had one of the greatest seasons on record. And then Johns dominated the game. Their yeah, forwards yeah. dominated theirs. Fair enough. That was a cracking Newcastle side, though. Yeah, it was. It was. You had Once, um, Tahu and McDougal on the Tahu and McDougal on the wings. You had Gidley... Mark Hughes, Sean Rudder, who wasn't a big name but was a good solid player. You had Kennedy, Simpson yeah. in the forward, yeah, Robbie right. Peden. Are you drinking that last one, Dana? You can if you want it. No, you can have it. You, you keep. No, you're right. Oh. Did you try it, Roddy? I'll like, try like it if I like them. Yeah, I'll have it if you want. I'll, I don't mind it. Yeah, you have it then, man. I'll give you one thing. <laughs> oh, what was it? The Dean and Kemp the Beak, he knows how to market his brand he's very smart oh he's well, killing and it yeah, dead, killing and this it. is what as we relate to other sports i'd love to see rugby league players be able to market their brand a bit more but i'm not sure like, certain sponsorships might conflict with certain things i don't know what rules the nrl has to mark to personal marketing compared to what other sports throughout the world has but People know when if people can buy your jersey and know who you are. That's it. And if if the NRL do have the do have rules like like Titan rules, they need to lax them a bit. Like we have to be able to let these blokes have their own voice and pump their own tires up to, to a to an extent yeah. where you want to go out and buy this set of Asics because fucking Jack White and wears them, or you want to yeah. go out and fucking I want this hat because that's the one I've seen fucking um, Alex Glenn wearing down the shops or whatever like. It's this. There's sort of not not any of that in rugby league. Like no one goes out and says I'm wearing I'm wearing um I'm wearing Ponga's boots. It's yeah, not really a thing. Like, that's why I think you know the rules does so well. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's because they're yeah. like we can rep those fucking yeah, players. Exactly. How, how would it be if you could if a player had um certain uh, brand of boots? You know what I mean? That he got yeah. teared up himself, like you're saying. And then all these young kids, especially a real excitement machine like yeah. Kalen Ponga, yeah, yeah, and kids get him. Like, 
Remember back in the day, you do them like you do them like flaming red, like you do them stand out red as yeah, just dogs balls. And you see those things like um, like back in the day when everyone wanted to do Benji Marshall's step, or when I was a kid, anyone who threw a real cutout along cutout pass, they called it Wally Ball, Wally Lewis pass, yeah, things like that that people remember you for. Andrew Johns did it for all. Remember, and a few kickers have done kick and tees, which. Yeah, for, yeah. You know, more like John's um, Halligan. Uh, you no, know, the sharpshooter was um, Michael Devere. Oh, it was. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Right. yeah. See that thing? That's smart. You know, things like that. If you use a special tee that you've made yourself, hacked away to normal tee, or changed it a bit, you know, and get that, start getting that. The easiest and... one surely has to be boots. Like, look, when Kobe yeah. bought his shoes, yet everyone was rocking Kobe's. When I started playing basketball, yeah. Everyone wanted to wear Kobe's. Imagine if someone like KP come out rocking, rocking Caitlin Ponga signed fucking Nike. Boots. How funny is it with Curry? Is like Under Armour. Everyone's like, nah, <laughs> I'm not doing that. Except for Keenan Yeo, yeah. he's like, fuck yeah. What um? Because Keenan Yeo, he loves a bandwagon. That fuck. One of the other docos I've watched was on Beckham when they when he signed with the LA Galaxy. Yeah, and they brought him there, and he was on. It was ridiculous how much money they were giving him. It was like 50 million bucks. And he was injured the first year and it was criticised. Then when he got back on the paddock and started playing, they were winning. And all the things fell into place. Like his missus had her fashion design stuff, which suited Los Angeles. He had his own shit. He was plugging. All of a sudden, everyone knew about um, um, Major League Soccer Mm. in the US because they had David Beckham. Then those other guys like... Uh, Wayne Rooney, um, uh, Stephen Gerrard, and that they all started coming there because yeah. they thought, oh, this is pretty good. Living it's here crazy, is a good yeah. lifestyle. They made him the marquee, and he paid it back. And just the advertising, like in a minor way, Sonny Bill with her wolf pack, when everyone was talking about him, all the mm. publicity you're getting, that normally costs you money. You know, yeah. but now everyone's talking about you and they take an interest. They start following you on social media or people I know have bought jerseys and things like that, like all of a sudden because Wolfpack, everyone, you're a bit of a, a novelty. Yeah. And Beckham was one of the biggest stars on the planet. You know what I mean? And getting him, that was bigger than Ben-Hur. Yeah. Um, you want to look at those rest of those questions, right? Okay. Um, They're up there if you want. I was just going to bring one up. Well, okay. Uh, here's uh, Dave Shafosky, my mate, Russian. Thoughts on the rumour that Clinton's Raylene brother? Castle... Castle, yeah, second cousin. Sorry. No, no. Raylene Castle will be replacing Todd Greenberg. That won't happen. She's, nah, she she reminds me of the... Greenberg's struggling, though, yeah? Yeah. It's because Channel 9 hate him. That's why yeah. I don't think... He, but Pete Volandi's come out and supported him. So yeah. Volandi's has come in rock solid. Yeah. Full credit to the job he's doing. Yeah, he's, he's just he's backing every mo. He's backing everybody. He's come in. He's got both feet forward and just getting stuck in, trying to get shit going good on him. And you've the time to get him in, this is enormous. Like, when... I compare this to someone as it's like back in 9-11 when the mayor of New York, Rudy Giuliani, some people were questioning him. He'd had some sort of extramarital affair, this and that. They'll question him. And yet his leadership at a crucial time was outstanding. Giuliani became, he was on the cover of Time magazine as man of the year. Well, that's it. It always seems like the people that are in power when struggling times, they always end up on top, doesn't mm. it? I think. Like, yeah. they always, because they're. The true leaders, whatever you've done before, no one cares about what happened before, yeah. but you rise to the occasion. Like, yeah. 
It's like even in sport. It's like Mike Little right now, just with Wes Mitchell. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's the time. Like he's a, Mike Little, <laughs> Dick isn't. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. And this is the thing, like the thing like Railing Castle, she's on the flight. Um Rugby Australia, it's in massive problems. Oh, I, there'll be though. more to hear about that. We haven't heard as much about them as we have from other sports at this time, but they're they be trying to keep it as low key as possible, and they're paying out big money to Israel for yeah, that. They can't resurrect that shit. No, you know what I mean. Should just yes, crucify it and have it have it done. <laughs> you know, and those sort of things. Like, unfortunately, yeah. And what did Noxie say? If she was to get, if she was to get that job, you'd know she'd have to have a lot of dirt on key people. Yeah, and it would be. I could not see that ever happening. No. You know, um, mate Ross, Ross Brownley. Roscoe, what'd you say? You, I can't see. He I says your thoughts on having an adjusted season. season. Is it fair to put all teams at zero, or should the first two rounds count? First no, two rounds, it's got to count. count. They have yeah. to count. I You're out there playing fair income footy. Yeah, and to count it's them. it's only like it doesn't take much to open your eyes and see. Either way, you had to go out and win a game of football to get those points. It's not like a couple of teams were just given a few points before the season. You still had to go out. You still had to put in. You still had to win those games. Blokes still got injured. Blokes still got hurt. Blokes still made debuts. Stuff like that. Like, what are you going to say if they take those points away and say those games never counted? Right. The Bronx had two debutants in the first two rounds. Ask what, Jamil Hopawadi if exactly. he thought those 40 games meant nothing. Exactly. Yeah. And then you ask, life, same as Ethan Bullymore. Yeah. How about you, yeah, how about you ask um, Jaden Braley, who tore his ACL? So, oh, yeah. no, those games meant nothing. Who's hobbling yeah. around, yeah. They yeah. meant fucking everything because they were, they were competition games. They were scheduled matches. And why would we... People got... If, ma- they would have got match payments for exactly. them too. If we got a shortened season already... Why would we shorten it even more by another two games? Yeah. We've already got two games done. We can play 13 more and make it a 15-round season. Or we can play 15 more, make a 17-round season. We all play each other once. Yeah. So they, instead, of, instead of taking those two games away and making them mean nothing, just add them. Oh, it just doesn't. That, that's one thing that just really doesn't sit well with me. Your thoughts, and Nick Politis has come out and yeah, demanded they get... And only because the Roosters have fucking have lost, won a game. Have dropped, dropped two on the trot. Pull your head in, fuckhead. My th- and, <laughs> Jets, yeah. and my thoughts too. You win the comp, you win the comp. It's still rugby league and we're still doing all the same things. Ricky Stewart summed it up well yesterday on the radio when he said, someone asked him, Paul Kent asked him, should they experiment with different rule changes and this and this, all this. And he goes, well, if you do that, you're just going to be putting an asterisk next to whoever the premiers are. If we're going we're gonna to play, we've got to be fair income about this, you mm. know, things like And I agree. This is not time to too. experiment with rules. If you're going to do that, do it in a trial game. You know, do I've, been it saying for, I've been saying for as long as I can remember, why do we keep adding every year? It seems like we're trying to add more rules. Yeah, and rules. just chill. Just leave the game yeah. alone. And, we get, and you get oh. to these um, rules. You know what I find, I find is, sorry to cut you off, Roddy, but it's like, They've watched Big Bash and they're like, oh, we got to be like that. Yeah, yeah. That's what I feel like it is. Yeah, it's, like you're trying to be a carnival event. Yeah, exactly. And if you want to do that, do that at Nines tournament. Yeah. It's exactly, a Nines. Exactly put, right. Perfect yeah. opportunity yeah, for it. Yeah, to test out things like that. Do it at, you know, even international ones and yeah. in the club one. You can try all, trial all that shit then. Exactly, and they do. Like, they kind of, that, that, mm. that Nines Which tournament, it felt like a Big Bash. I understand. Right? The, yeah. the reason they, they change they change these rules, like, so frequently now, they're trying to change rules every year, add something else, yeah. to make it a more appealing product for people who don't watch yeah. rugby. Oi, Bunker, what just about, learn your own fucking rules first. Like, what, what about the people, what about the people who do watch rugby? What about rugby league fans, tragics like us? Mm. 
what about us? We love the game that it is that it used to be, yeah. and every year you're changing it to try and appeal to some You've other. You've got to think too, and then also have a shower cam for fuck's sake. Yeah. After after, can you imagine you, the, can, Freddy's getting on yeah, the board? They're going to vote. Can Freddy. you imagine the viewing ratings if the shower came after? Yeah, you got, like, yes, you by you, my friend, you'd be imagine number that. one. Imagine yeah. with commentating yeah, with, with commentating to it. They're like, oh well, he's got his slug. It's a pretty decent one. And there's just Cam Murray standing there, chiselled as fuck, looking like the best looking bloke of all time. All right, we got some more questions up there. Was that it? No, I thought there'd come more. Um, is that, that it? that's it on that feed, uh, uh, but I'll go to this oh, yeah. one. Have a, have a bit of a look because some people sent them on different pages. Stanton. Oh. Stanty did ask a question. Yeah. Yeah, here we are. Should the roosters be allowed to turn around to the NRL and say, uh, they want the whole comp to go back to zero? Nah, no. because if they do that, then other clubs can come in with their own personal demands as well. Yeah. Mm. You know, and are we? how do we cater everyone? That gets that yeah. point like what I said about Ricky Stewart where he said, you start tinkering with too many things on this, you're going to, it's going to be a fast goal competition. It's going to be more like, like a, a, not a tournament than an actual oh, yeah. competition, competition where you've got to do the tough yards. Uh, I've got a great question here from Shrams, Luke Shrama. Um, what's your thoughts? What's going to happen if league comes back this season for the local competitions with no Q Cup, Colts, etc.? Do you think players will drop back, filter into local comps, pros, cons, especially in Brisbane players dropping down the standards a lot more? Uh, a lot may miss out on footy. Yeah, I think I've already seen an article where they the, they are talking in the Townsville Rugby League with the cup not playing how all those Blackhawks contractor blokes will be dropping back there. So you'd imagine, I know the Brahmins, uh, Ty Ingebrigtsen's team he coaches, they're not going to be able to compete in yeah. the, uh, this comp because uh, stuff due to sponsorship things, even if it does get off the ground. But you'd assume those country regions, and you'd assume in the Gold Coast, Burnley have got their reserve grade playing the Goldie comp. So you'd assume a lot of these cup guys, they start floating down. It's an unfair advantage if these blokes all filter down. Yeah, it's like turning water into wine. Yes, I could see that. Oh, enlightened one. To do that, we to do that. All (laughs) all the head of the all people who run these competitions, you have to extend these comps into more game into have more divisions. So to restore normality, which would be heat way too hard. It'd be like it'd be like feeding a thousand people with a loaf of bread. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it would not happen. I just couldn't see it happening. It had just proved to be an unfair advantage if you had blokes at those levels. Well, can you imagine Broncos contractor players coming back and playing against prem grade, like reserve grade? Like at Mitchie, we'd get heaps of West guys come powering back. Yeah. And things like that. So well, them fuckers would be playing well, threes, push down. we got a gun side. They'd be yeah. pushing back. Fuck, we had a gun side. But also, shout out to Shrams for fucking the follow, man. You know, yeah. Shrams, yeah. thanks for your support, brother. Thanks for coming. Appreciate brother. it. Oi, let's break this slut down because we've been going for 78 minutes. That's the spirit. <laughs> but yeah, we've been going longer than fucking it takes for Jesus to be resurrected. <laughs> uh, right. We all good? Yeah. <laughs> Danny, you got anything? Did you Have you signed up to... So, so Pornhub Premium, I don't think they're doing it anymore. So you either got in or you're not in. I didn't get in. Did you get in, right? No, no man. 
Ah, fuck. Yeah, but see, I'm like a fucking maybe a four minute warrior. Are you got a missus at the moment? Nah. Okay, but you saw my TikTok. Yeah. Okay. We'll talk after this. Okay. (laughs) Good on you, boys. Oh, you're a shit bloke. And right, man? (laughs) Wrapping it up. All right. Boys and girls, everyone's pumped, pushing on. Majority of people are doing the right thing, looking after each other, staying home whenever it's possible. Just think of it. When in doubt, we've got plenty of episodes on any given Monday or Rugby League in America podcast. Shout out to Nate. You can listen to one of those. Just keep doing the right thing, people. I know Easter's a bit of a crazy time. There'll be plenty of people getting fined for going out, not obeying the isolation regulations and so forth. But Rugby League will be back. Where The powers that be are just fighting through this. Whether it's at local level, NRL should be back this year and we'll get to see some origin. It'd be sweet. It just gives us a new level of appreciation when it's back. I yeah. Think. yeah. And I think it will. About so when, dogs and titans. Yeah. When we, well, what sex you are, what fucking gender you got to be called, you when, know? All that well, shit. When we get, when footy does come back, everybody get around it, support it, get to an NRL game, get to local footy games, wherever they may be, get to Interest Super Games, get to New South Wales Cup, wherever you like. Just get down, support the game. Think of all the volunteers that given they're doing all these things for nothing. A lot of people have lost jobs in footy clubs and throughout out the, out the world. Stay strong, everybody, and we'll be back in a week. All the best, and don't be a mercenary. Sweet. Cheers, boys. Yeah, boys. Your daughter looks different, though.